everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. I'm Jay. I'm MJ. So we're going to do a cool, cute little game. <laughs> I'm doing... Game. I'm doing the, uh, the uh, Alexis um, from Shit's Creek Hands. Uh, we're going to play a little bit of a game. Basically, we... You, David. Were, huh? You, David. Ew, David. Uh, we were really talking about random conversation about some of our best, our favorite TV show, favorite movie series. Um, obviously, one of our favorite TV show series is Game of Thrones. Um, but I also love the Harry Potter movies. I know it's not really TV related, but I love those movies. They're on TV all the time. Go watch Freeform any weekend and you'll see all seven of them. Well, they're on HBO Max now, which, okay, sorry, it's not a conversation. I do believe HBO Max has decided what they're going to be because I think that they've actually replaced HBO Go and HBO Now, Mm -hmm. which I was like, okay, so you're just calling yourself HBO Max. You are the HBO app. That's cute. That's great. But why can't you just be the HBO app? Because now they have things that aren't just HBO related series. Max. Yeah. So... They would buy the rights to show these movies originally. That was the HBO, or they'd have their original series. But now they've bought like Cartoon Network and, and Crunchyroll and TMC movies, and so so in, in my in, in my view, in my view, like Bernie Sanders, in <laughs> in my view, um, I um, HBO Max is a toddler right now. Like you know, they're walking, they're learn, they're learning how to walk. That's a little chubby, you know, yeah, looking okay. a little cute with the, with the cheeks and drooling, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm going for the ride with you. Yeah, and lead me down this trail. They fall down sometimes, but, you know, they know how to walk. They're starting to run. They're getting it. So I'm on board with HBO Max now. I'm glad that they are figuring out what their identity is. Well, I also think almost every show we've watched off of it, we've liked. Good point. We give them a lot of shit for liking a lot of their stuff. I'm, I'm giving I'm giving their choices a lot of shit the way that they choices the way that they have branded this whole thing. They didn't really know what they were when it came out. They didn't know what they were going to be. Well, but luckily now the two things, the movies the series that we like the most and the TV show that we like the most, are now in one place. Exactly. So that's kind of the reason we're bringing it up because they actually have the whole uh, Harry Potter series on HBO Max. They've got it's it's its own little featured movie section. So, which is kind of cute. And I started watching that uh, with a friend who's never seen them. I'm uh, still really mad that I spent 80 bucks on those back like six years ago. The DVDs? No, I bought them on the digital copy. So they're on my Apple TV. Oh. So I, I just can take them wherever I want to go. Phone, well, iPad, well, anything. That's worth it. Yeah. I mean, you didn't know HBO Max was going to be a thing. You know HBF was going to get born. You had no idea. True. And 80 bucks for eight movies. I mean, it's 10 bucks a movie. Exactly. That's less what you pay for to go see them in the movie theater. And I can pop my own popcorn. In the theater. You know, I bought, um, have you ever bought the liquid uh, butter? I think Emily has a small container of it. Just take to the theater in case it's not buttery enough. Wait, they have small ones? I think so. Fuck you. Or maybe she just put it in like an old like Mio container she washed out so you could like spray it on her butter. Or bu- you, can, on her popcorn. you can do that on, on a Mio container? What? You can take a Mio container apart and put stuff in it? I would assume there's probably a way to do it. If, I have to look at this. Okay. Because I always feel like an a-hole when I go to the movies and I'm like, can you like put butter in the middle? I feel like such an asshole. No, whenever you're ordering, just ask for layered butter. It's I know, for- but I hate it because it's, a, it's obnoxious and it's like busy. And then I'm like, I feel bad telling them to do that. But I mean, also they're making like minimum wage at these movie theaters, like 16 year old kids. I mean, I feel like a jerk. Can we, can we preface the proper tense on that? We're making minimum wage. Oh, I want to go to movies so bad. I, I'm, dying to go back to see something on the big screen i've i've never wanted to spend twenty dollars for two hours <laughs> so badly in my life <laughs> i mean i right I, when the movies open up they're gonna be like 17 bucks for a movie i'll be like i'll pay it i'm with you two eight, large popcorn eight dollars for a coke sure um, why not so last little bit of my tan to add on this tangent that before we get to the main topic of our conversation at least here in town, I know each year they allow you to buy like a bucket that you can take for popcorn or a cup for Coke. You can mix and match, buy one of each, but it lessens the amount per like a large popcorn or a large Coke every time you go. So if you go on a regular basis, it's it's more, you know. You take the same cup? You wash it out. But like a, a popcorn bucket? 
Yeah, it's like plastic. I'll show you after this recording. Oh, it's plastic. But you buy one every Girl, you year. Got, you got me thinking like, you remember Wayne's World when he pulled that cup oh out God. of it? Yes. <laughs> yes. He pulled that unfolded Dixie cup. That's what I thought you was talking about. No. I was like, no, it's why like, would you It's do like that? taking one of these. And like a, you, so it's literally plastic. Yes. Like a plastic pail almost. Exactly. Okay, but sorry. But you, you buy one per year, so you only get it for that year. But we bought one for this year. Oh, I want, and we've never heard if we're gonna get a refund, if we're gonna be allowed to use it all next. Like we don't know. I drove by Tinseltown the other day, and they actually have boards in the windows. I go over and eat at Roosters and things oh. over there, and it's so sad. There's like two cars in the parking lot, and it looks like a like it looks one like of those town. old like. Do you remember the big Super Kmart that went out of business yes. over off of like Taylorsville Road? Yes, yes. It looks like that. I know. I, I thought I was like that is so sad. Sorry. That, but, that but, was a 20-minute tangent. <laughs> but the point is, we both took quizzes. Obviously, Game of Thrones doesn't have its own like site. But we went through, we kind of looked at a couple of the tests, the quizzes that they had to figure out what Game of Thrones character you mm-hmm. are. And we found one that seemed pretty, um, pretty reputable that is not from BuzzFeed. No, and I think it also pulled examples and characters or situations from books and tv so it's yeah. a little bit of the whole series not just the tv show see i don't even know if these are real situations i feel like it just seemed very like i feel like the towns listed in areas were real were real things that were discussed in the book that were in the yeah, in the book but not the tv series yeah it, it didn't seem as as uh as easy to telegraph because you know sometimes those buzzfeed ones are like are like if um if you were in a an inn in whatever town you are, are you going to order this, this wine, or more wine? And obviously, you know, more wine is going to be like tear. Like you know, it, you can well, kind of telegraph. Or are you going to attack and kill everybody and become the hound? Right. It's like they're so the questions are so easily telegraphed. Like you could tell. Like if you like, I want to come out of this being Oberyn Martell, so I'm going to pick everything that has to do... Like, you know, you, there, I don't think this one was that easy to... to it wasn't easy to tell no, it, in it my wasn't. opinion. And then, obviously, Harry Potter has Pottermore or WizardingWorld.com, where they actually do the whole thing, where their questions are a little less elaborate. But uh, why don't we um, tell, like, some? Of, what are some of the questions that they ask on the, the Sorting Hat? The Sorting Hat? So, Harry for Pottermore. Pottermore. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, things like, I feel like these are a little telegraphed as well, because obviously, you know, like, what are the traits of the house you want to be in? So if you want to be a Gryffindor, you kind of pick the most courageous of the, of the selections. Like, for instance, the very first question is, what would you least liked, what would you least like to be called? Ignorant, cowardly, ordinary, or selfish? And I guarantee you, cowardly is the Gryffindor answer. You think? I was going to for me, I would have picked ignorant. I'd have been like, because first of all, call me selfish. I am. Call me cowardly, probably depending on the situation. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care. But, but think about what, what is the opposite. Like, if you don't want someone to call you ignorant, you want to be considered smart. And the trait of a smart person or the house a smart person would go to is Ravenclaw. I feel like these are a little telegraphed. See, I don't know it well enough to know that. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I just know too much about Harry Potter. Yeah, like, when I'm dead, I want people to remember me as the good, the great, the wise, or the bold. But those are kind of the questions, like, they, they if you can make a potion that would guarantee you one thing, what would it be? Love, glory, wisdom, or power? What about money? So, after going through this, MJ, what was your house? So, my house, and I feel very proud about this. I, I don't want to brag but I always get Gryffindor. Because you're basic. Whoa, how is Gryffindor basic? Hufflepuff, I'm sorry for the Hufflepuffs out there, is basic. Is it? What is the description of a Gryffindor? Gryffindor, you might belong to Gryffindor where dwell the brave of heart. Their daring nerve and chivalry set Gryffindor apart. So Wait, what? Is that a rhyme? Me? Yeah. That's dumb. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. No, Gryffindor, they're brave. They're chivalrous. They're, they, they have great grit and determination to take on any task okay and that's a, that's a summary of, of of pretty much i mean it's yeah. yeah i mean you're not gonna leave a friend in the lurch you're gonna help you know anybody who needs it and stand up to the people who are like oppressing or abusing their power so do you do you agree with that assertion 
that I'm that I am this person? Yeah. Yeah. Why would a computer lie to me? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, and I've said this before, but I, I obviously am a, am a Slytherin, and they have a rhyme too, which is weird. Or perhaps in Slytherin, you'll make your real friends. Those cunning folks use any means to achieve their ends. You know where that's from, don't you? What? The Sorting Hat. That's what he says in the description in the very first book when he describes the house. I didn't read the books. Or I read The Dark Phoenix. I read Gobble of Fire, Dark Phoenix. Wait, not, not a- Dark Phoenix. X-Men. Are we watching X Men now? Uh, Phoenix Saga, no. Uh, Phoenix. Uh, Order of the Phoenix, Phoenix Rising. <laughs> it's Order of the Phoenix. I read. I think I read Goblet of Fire through the end. Okay. I didn't read the first three, so I'm no like because there was that whole. I remember like the whole seal thing. Not seals. Yeah, it was seals. Owls. No. What was the thing that Hermione started in the books that was supposed to be like Elf Protection Agency or some BS? Oh my god, um, uh, Spew. Spew. That's what it was. Yeah. So yeah, when that popped up in one of the books, I was like, what are they talking about? But Because um, well, that was in the fourth book. She started that in that one. And then OWLs, that's their ordinary yeah, wizard that. levels. That's their test. That's actually the movie. Yeah. But this says, for Slytherin, like, you have high expectations and won't stop at anything, and won't stop at anything to achieve your goals. Sure, you might step on a few fingers to get there. But that's a price you're willing to pay. If you make friends here, it is because they are stepping stones or one way or another. That I'll agree with for me. See, I feel but, very like used now. After you tell me that, do I really want to continue to be your friend? I mean, Am I a stepping stone to you? I mean, here's the thing. Oh my do God. I choose friends? Would I choose friends that, that can only help? Me? No, I don't think that's the case. I think that there are reasons that I have certain <laughs> friends. By whimpering, I, I can't. There do. are reasons that I have certain friends. I mean, that's that's just. I mean, but that's how everybody is. You're not gonna just be friends with people. Just be friends with people. Like, hopefully, your friends can add something or add value. I'm always a joy to be around, and I make the mood lighter. What can I say? But what are the? Do you have any? What are the traits of of Gryffindor? Do you have any of those? Um, again, it was chivalrous, brave, determination. Um, let me get here. Daring. Their nerve, those are their traits. Yeah, for us, uh, for us Slytherin folk, resourcefulness, cunning, ambition, determination, leadership, self-preservation. Because uh, self-preservation, what I think of when I think about that is scary movie too. You are the. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Never mind. Nope. You go. You, what? I know what you're gonna quote, and I 100 percent agree with this description of you. With us, uh, if you have to you scary movie too, where. Uh, Brenda and Cindy get caught at the, at the at getting chased by a skeleton, and then Cindy Cindy falls and she goes, "Brenda, help me!" And she Brenda's like, "Uh, no!" Nah. And she's like, "I thought we were friends." She's like, "Was I'm gonna miss you, girl?" I knew exactly what you were gonna quote. It's so good. I mean, here's the thing: in real life, if something like that was gonna happen, I'm like, "Look, if you get caught." There's no reason for both of us to die. Like, you know, if if, if I'm going to stop, yeah, and I'm going to be like, is there anything I can do? There's nothing I can do. I'm going. Did you ever watch the, the parody on Paranormal Activity, the Marlon Wayans one, the, the Haunted House, where he did? No, I never saw that one. <laughs> so, did you know Paranormal Activity, that movie was, right? I never saw it, but I know. But, like, we're, like, the house recording, like, the security cameras yeah. recorded the special activity and things happening at the house. So there's this one scene where he's in the bed with his girl and this shit starts falling. You hear, crash, 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 crash. And his girl's like, Marcus, get up. Do you hear that? Yeah, but I ain't going to do nothing about it. Why? That's what white people do. We're going to survive. We're going to stay in bed. Keep my eyes closed. Exactly. There's Nothing's happening. I'm fine. <laughs> so now that, now that we've gone through what our Pottermore or what our sorting house or hat what are, what are what we were sorted into? What house we would be in? Oh, um, now we're gonna talk about. We did a quiz for uh, Game of Thrones as well, and these this quiz was a lot more elaborate. It was a lot more situational questions. We're not gonna read through any of them, but it was like you're the son of a blah 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 blah. You are assigned to go to the Night's Watch for whatever reason, but this happens. What are you gonna do? So there were like more like really situational. They were really 
big paragraphs. Like this, this oh, test yeah. took a good twenty minutes to take. Oh yeah. Uh, but and we we can post the link for who you know on the next time or in our right. Twitter feed or something, so I can take if you want. Now is this one is this one as as uh, what's the word exact as Pottermore? Probably not. Probably not. But it gives a lot more information. Like it actually breaks down your personality, right? Based off of like the person you get, and it breaks off breaks down like their loyalty, their their power lust, their bravery, their honor. Like it actually breaks down that quality compared to like the others in the Game of Thrones world. Right. So it gives you a primary character, a secondary a secondary character, and a tertiary character. So we won't really well tell me who your primary, secondary, and tertiary were. Uh primary for me was the old bear, so people will know him as Jur ah, I can't ever say his first name. Jorah Mormont. Yes. Secondary, I don't know why this is my secondary, but uh, Maester Lewin, the maester from Winterfell. Yes. The one who, like, died in the second season. Spoiler alert. I'm kidding. (laughs) If you don't know by now. I'm kidding. uh, And my tertiary was Catelyn Stark. So, see, they're not sexist. They will even give anybody any gender as long as you meet those qualities and traits. Yeah. I think for me, mine are, my primary character was Sir Jaime Lannister. (laughs) <laughs> uh, secondary was Rob Stark Oh that pouty mouth um, And my tertiary character Was Egret the wildling Really? Yeah so like for Jamie Lannister it's like Charming and capable Of impeccable politeness in the right Situations In the wrong circumstances others perceive you to be Disdainful, sarcastic and arrogant However, your arrogance may just be confidence. So, as you excel in a number of areas, including intelligence, I have been so many times mistaken for being stuck up and arrogant. And because for me personally, I'm like, if I don't know you or don't like you, I'm not going to talk to you. And it's not me just being mean. I'm just not going to. Like, there's no reason to be pissy about that kind of thing, you know? I just, I kind of hate the fact that even like my Harry Potter house, I'm brave and loyal. My three characters I get on Game of Thrones, their characteristics are brave and loyalty. It is kind of weird how it how it kind of lines up because like you said, like the traits for Slytherin are like cunning, ambition, leadership, self-preservation. Yeah. If that is to describe like Jamie Lannister to a T to a point, like he wants that. I feel like that describes his younger brother Tyrion more. No, because I don't think, I think that a Slytherin is going to do what they can by any means possible. And they're also very cunning and resourceful, which I think Sir Jamie Lannister is. But I also think that he is he he is going to go for the um the recognition. True, and that's what he's going to go for. And I feel like, and also in a, in a way, whatever he could do to self self preserve, like whatever he could do to stay. I do think self preservation is more of a Tyrion trait. I think you're right mm-hmm. about that. To be fair, um, but I do think most of those are pretty close to what Jamie Lannister is. And even kind of like Rob Stark, ambitious, um, determined, leadership, depending on what the situation Why is. Why do you always get the leadership ones? I kind of hate that. Because people follow me. But then they get to know you and then question why they do. Yeah, I don't understand why they do either. It doesn't make any sense. Like I Because really you have a very understand. jaunty walk. I have a nice walk. I'm sorry, I have... You know what? You. That's a random side comment. Sorry. That that's that's an inside joke. It's it's not like a dig is what it sounds like. I think that you're just jealous. That my walk's not jaunty. I just have a nice walk. It's a very distinct walk. Whatever. These were fun to do, so we'll post <laughs> the links <laughs> for you guys to try these out. Uh let us know like what your Hogwarts house is and let us know what your primary Game of Thrones character is. Uh I think it was actually kind of fun and kind of enlightening in a way. Yeah, I mean, like, in, did they line up? Where is it? Was it the same kind of characteristics? Like, we both got on ours. We're very similar right. in how we answered and got the results. Yeah, pretty interesting. All right, cool. All right, stay tuned for this week's review, you guys. everybody welcome back this week we are taking a look at kind of a generic one again well not generic but like a general overview of game shows game shows new game shows 
What's that? I just, I'm thinking of like you know the Price Is Right people coming in down the that song they no. play. No, are you tone song? deaf? What is that? What is the song they play when they have people walk down for Price Is Right? Um, dun 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 I just manipulated you into doing it for me. You wouldn't have done that if I just asked you. What? If I just asked you to do that, you wouldn't have done it. I, the, the one I know the best is um, maybe Press Your Luck. <laughs> you know that one? No, that's the Pyramid, actually. I was going to say, that sounds like Pyramid. Oh, no, hold on, Pyramid. But, so, instead of looking back at older gaming shows that we kind of grew up on or kind of remakes of some of the older ones. I think we've kind of done something a little different here. We've looked at all brand new game shows that came out this summer. Not all of them. A selection, if you will. Yeah, but if yes. I may. Okay, let me rephrase. All the ones we're looking at are new game shows. They're right. not premises that have been done before, right. per se. Yes. We've looked at um, the... I'm going to say uh, Keegan-Michael Key-produced show, or maybe LeBron-produced, Game On. Mm-hmm. We've looked at... The Ryan Reynolds produced or executive produced show Don't. Yep. We're looking at Cannonball, which I don't know who produced that shit. And that's not like that's not to say it's bad. It's just I don't know who produced that shit. And it's on USA, so it might be a USA one. Yeah. And then there is the, the Floors Lava. Floors Lava, who I don't know who produced that uh, BS either, but you know, it's whatever. It was Netflix. Like the person. Oh. You know, like, well, the other two, the first two had, like, a name attached. So yeah. that's why I was kind of like, you know, maybe these two do all as well, but maybe not. Uh, well, yes. When Ryan Reynolds started voicing Don't. Ugh. Okay, we'll start with Don't. Don't is actually on Netflix. Hulu. Fuck. It's on Hulu. And You took me a minute to the, find it the other day. Yeah, the host is Adam Scott of Parks and Rec fame. I have a question to ask things. you about him in a second. Yeah. Is he hot? No. He's like, is he nerdy cute? No. I just, I don't know. I mean, no. Okay. So I, I, I'm, but that's I just me. see, I just that's see my, Ben, like you said, from Parks and Rec. All yeah, I see is Ben. And I, I, even though Ben was nice, I never, I never really thought he was cute. I guess the beard works. I'm okay. I thought he was cute, but not attractive. Fair enough. I know that's weird, but don't actually is voiced by uh, a lot of the background is voiced by Ryan Reynolds, who I didn't realize at first. And then all of a sudden I was like, that voice sounds familiar. And I actually think you said to me, you're like, is that Ryan Reynolds? And I was like, How it is not- Ryan Reynolds. I, the moment he it, came through, it sounded familiar. I was like, this voice sounds really familiar. I just didn't click because I was trying to watch the show and figure out what the hell was going on. So why don't you explain the show? All right. So the show is called don't. And every single episode is a family comes on to compete for the possibility to win a hundred thousand dollars family of four yep they in turn take on it's i think it's five tasks each one up to twenty thousand dollars and the whole premise is something you've been told in your life not to do like don't the one i keep remembering is don't throw something or play ball in the house yeah they this game they flip you upside down there's one person throwing the balls one person catching but behind the person catching is a house kind of set up and they have windows that could break and and you know plates and things that could fall off the walls vases a picture of ryan reynolds face oh i didn't didn't see that it was it was a very small one it was really funny so that is what this game is all about and then uh, obviously hosted by adam scott like we said and then there's they have like uh fake ads and something and stuff like that sometimes but yeah they, they each have to do like a don't something like like you said don't uh throw a ball in the house don't throw a ball in the house i would assume one would be like don't chew with your mouth full or don't talk with your mouth full maybe yeah or i don't know if they do that one but don't just, like those things that your parents were like don't do that don't do that don't do that they're supposed to do it in this series now when I, the first episode i watched honestly turned me all the way off I gave it two episodes. No, I gave it three episodes. Yeah. The first episode for me, part of it was the family. I didn't the like the Italian family. family. I like the I like that woman. The the, the wife, the main the wife of the main dude. Well, every because single she, time she's like, I don't know, don't ask me. Yeah, she was like completely like just like I'm not I'm not gonna be helpful. I'm not gonna I'm like, you are get off the show then. I didn't I I don't like people who do that. You got on this game show, like don't act annoyed that you're here. You're about to win some money, free money at the, well, 
win money, free money. You're mm-hmm. about to win some money for doing something really stupid and obnoxious and easy, and you're complaining the whole time. She took me out of it. And then I also feel like the first episode, a lot of the don'ts weren't real don'ts. So the one that stuck out to me was the spicy eating challenge where he had to like walk on a treadmill while eating progressively spicier foods right. under a heat lamp. And what was the don't? It was like, don't drink milk or yeah. don't take a drink. I'm uh, like, what? The don't blink one. Yeah, like those th- those were not like the one, don't get tired. My parents never told me don't get tired. They never said that. So the first episode, that was my big thing is I was like, none of these are things that people told me not to do. But in, in this, rag, this is why I give it more. I don't ever judge something based off the first episode. Now I'm going to come to, that's going to come back to bite me in the ass later in this episode. But I don't judge things off the first episode. Usually. Usually not. Now I got to, I did watch the second episode, which was the. The mixed family. The ones where yeah. it was like a stepmom and dad and they each had one kid that came in. So it was yeah, a family. Of dad had the gay son and mom. had. We don't the, know he was gay. They never said. We knew he was gay. I mean, come on. He was basically farting rainbows. <laughs> um, not to say it was that's bad, but he was, obviously. Uh, but that one, I feel like, made more sense because the don'ts. Yeah, like like don't play ball in the house. The, right. um Don't play a fire where they had to shoot the balls to knock the fire. Like yes. That made more sense. Yeah, it was like they finally figured it out. And I was like, okay, these makes sense to me these don'ts are actually clicking a little bit more so in that family was it as annoying but see here's and that's the thing is i didn't find in the families annoying and i thought ryan reynolds voiceovers and random like possible commercials or, or like good yeah. commercials were funny i didn't like the host i didn't think adam scott did very well I, either i don't know what he's trying to do i okay i get what he's trying to do i don't think he's excessively is portraying what he's trying to do exactly like he's trying to be like dumb and like okay i just yeah that makes sense oh wait because like the first one he walks out and he's like don't look at the wrong camera don't look at the wrong camera don't look at the wrong camera and you just knew he's gonna look at the wrong camera because he kept saying that and he turns the wrong camera and just i don't think he has enough personality for this type of show to be a host i don't think he has enough of that like to really like I, when I think of like a lot of this a lot of these shows the biggest thing is like is the host like mm-hmm. the host is what's going to carry it and when I think of like a really good iconic game show host I think of Bob Barker I think of Drew Carey I think he's Drew Carey's okay whose lines in anyway um into Price is Right he has been a game okay, show he's been that, a man. show host for a while yeah I think of Steve Harvey he's a good mm-hmm. personality on uh, Family Feud. I think Alec Baldwin on Alec the Match ba- Game. Yes, that Alec is my Baldwin go-to. Is great. He is amazing at being a host, and I, I understand that you don't want to go full out like that. I actually, what I actually wish they would have done is I wish that they would have switched places. I actually wish Ryan Reynolds was the host, and maybe Adam Scott was doing the little voiceovers because the mm-hmm. voiceovers are kind of supposed to be kind of personalityless, but kind of toned down, but kind of back back phone it funny yeah funny in the background like it wasn't funny to me because ryan reynolds was saying it what it was just funny because it was written well and i feel like adam scott doesn't control the stage like he doesn't have that personality that like when you're trying to keep it on point he doesn't like reel it back in he doesn't like he doesn't have that he doesn't have that presence so like when he's on stage and and then just kind of like start having a tangent like his is like how's that make you feel yeah he's okay yeah he i don't know so what we're gonna do, we're gonna give some mini watchernots. Four mini watchernots. Yeah. Do you think this is watchable or not? I'm gonna watch one more episode because again, I'm still seeing. I like that they have not had but one repeat game. Mm-hmm. I do like the the variation in the games. Mm-hmm. I do like the Ryan Reynolds voiceovers. I do like the families that they they got back out of my nerves. Oh, I did like the one with the little boxing gloves. Oh yeah, did you see that did, one. Yeah, that one's kind of cute. So, I yeah. didn't like that so one. So I'm gonna one. give it a watch because. It besides the host, which I can get over, the rest of it is good. It is quality. It's funny. The the jokes in the background that Ryan's like, mm-hmm. I like that. And I feel like Adam, he had to find Ben as a character in Parks and Rec. I feel like he'll find a little bit more of his character as a host. Hopefully so. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna say the same thing. I'm gonna say that this is watchable, mostly because it's not gonna take any time. It's like an hour. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's cute. Because they've actually gelled a little bit. So Adam Scott probably is the worst part of it. But he's even not that horrible. No. and I, I think we tore him a little bit 
too yeah. hard. Yeah. He's not bad. He's just the worst part of the show. Right. Uh, what next? <laughs> Let's do the quickest one that I know we're both going to give our answers on. The floor is lava. Don't watch it. Next. No, exactly. Okay, okay. Go ahead. No, I, I agree. That literally, I watched one episode. I watched one too. I, <laughs> I I know I just said I do not judge things off of one episode. I watched one episode and I hate that this will permanently forever be stuck in my queue on Netflix of continue watching. I don't know if I hate it. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna say I hated it because it, it goes back to that old trope of like when you weren't when you played around the living room. And what you was the one where in Back in the day where, like, it was on Nickelodeon, I think, but, like, the kids could go into the video game and they would, like, play through the video. I think it was, like, arcade something. I remember that video Yeah, but that's what this made me think of. Like, they got transported in, but just the first episode with the three brothers. It's like they told these people to to just be as obnoxious and over. And I understand they probably tell these people in a, in a game show, mm-hmm. which, cause I've been a live audience for like a talk show before. Yeah. They, they're, they're like, Hey, I know in when, when you're sitting around watching TV, you're laughing and it's internalized. And I, they, 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 they tell you, we get that. We get that it's internalized, but we're on a live show. So, you know, put that out, out, put that out there, project that. And it's almost like they told these families to do that. And they like, really overdid it like mm-hmm. to the extreme especially those three brothers like i well, wanted to kill them but and and like when you fall in the lava and the person dies like where do they go first off yes but secondly their reactions of no yeah. and it's like okay we get it they're it's gone, like, gone. It's like you're on a time limit here like exactly. we're on a time crunch yeah so that is the kind of thing i do i do want to know is like when the people do fall in the lava like they don't swim to like the side like they just disappear so i'm like do they go like underwater and then like it sucked somewhere? Like I really want to know. Or is it like know. the Willy Wonka chocolate stream where the kid gets like sucked up in the yeah, pipe? And- it's really, it's really weird. But like this show basically, obviously the thing is that they use like everyday, I guess they use items to try and not touch the lava. So there's actually a liquid floor mm-hmm. that's bubbling and stuff and they have to push things over and ha- handle different textures and jump off of little obstacles and make it to a landing that is across the room, and obviously the object is to not fall into the lava. Well, and the whole point is, the more people from your team get across, the more points you get. Right. So it ends up being whoever's quickest. But if if one team, if two teams get every single person over, that time becomes a factor of whoever got done quickest is the tiebreaker. Right. So the concept is okay. I understand the concept of it. I think I just hated. The people, and the I probably execution. should have given. Now, I will say that I think it made me giggle a couple of times, but I think that's only because of the ridiculousness of those. When you people. see a mom who's about to send her two kids off to college jump from a pier, no, 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 like a six foot high obstacle like, onto like she. So, like it was one of those. Um, Easter Easter Island heads that she was on top of and she jumped to one that was tipped over and she like to see her jump and is like randomly straddle a giant head was hilarious. Yeah, some of that stuff is kind of funny. I just don't think I'll ever watch it again because it just it it didn't feel like enough content Mm-mm. to me. It didn't feel like enough content cuz at the end I was like Oh, that's it? And I'm like, well, this doesn't well, seem like enough. And my other questions are, so then they say in the preview, there's multiple floors. So there's different, you're not going to watch the same course every time. But then do you have like a winner every week and they never come back? Or does the family who won last week end up competing against the people who won from all the other weeks and they have like a champion? Like, you know how to answer that question? Watch the show. I'm not going to watch the show. Then I guess it's an irrelevant question, isn't it? Fair enough. <laughs> all right. So we're saying no, obviously. Don't waste your time. Just don't. Waste your time. <laughs> if if we could give one that's a not watch, this is they don't waste your time. Don't play the floor is lava in All the right. house. Next one. What do you uh, want to do? Cannonball. So okay. Cannonball is on USA, and it's on a lot of different channels. Its hosts are some girl who I don't know, and the guy is hilarious. And Mike the Miz. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Mike the Miz is, Mike was actually a Real World or Road Rules vet from way back in the day. That's why I know and him. And he used to be on the challenges all the time. And mm-hmm. all the time in the challenges, he he will be like, I'm going to be a wrestler. I'm going to be a wrestler. I'm going to be a wrestler. And everybody was like, sure, Mike. And then he became like an actual successful wrestler in WWE, which was, which 
I was like, good on you, Mike the Miz. Like, great job. If you all could see my face right now. So the reason I'm making this. Did I just give you this whole backstory that you didn't. No. So I watched the third episode at my dad's house because he had never seen them. So we watched that episode. And the first comment out of his mouth when he saw the guy, because he didn't know who the hosts were, he goes, he gives me the personality of a wrestler. That was his first comment. Right. I don't know who the other girl was. I feel bad for not knowing her name. She gets more playful the further into the series. Here's So this show is kind of like, it's kind of like a, they're trying to bring, it's almost like they're trying to bring, bring back Wipeout. Wipeout was on maybe 10 years ago. Well, there is a BBC version, which is yes. hosted by one of my favorite people, Hammond, who does like, choose to do Top Gear and does a world tour on Amazon Prime. He's hilarious. And the British version is actually, I think, a little better for Wipeout. Side hmm. note. That was then brought to America, and now, like you said, Cannonball, I think, is trying to recreate Wipeout. Right. I think what made Wipeout so good for me was that even though there were a lot of repeat, uh, there was a lot of repeat, what's it called? Obstacles Mm -hmm. or whatever. Challenges. Challenges. Uh, It... I think what made it so funny was the editing part of it. Part of the editing was good. The commentary from the host was really good. And the fact that there were everyday people. Well, and the people's personalities, I think they all meshed really well and they were really funny. Yeah. Like the host and then their sideline reporter. Um, I think all that. Now, do you think this show has that? I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm just going to get my verdict. I'm going to say watch because I've watched three of possibly five episodes now and i like that there's variation in it they don't it doesn't lag like it doesn't like have a lull there's no slowness to it they just keep it moving keep moving keep moving the only slow part is you have to watch commercials and there's a couple different ways i can stream it Mm -hmm. so there's no way to kind of get around that that i found okay so but i like it because one of the episodes two of the girls were just scared out of their wits who like passed on in the next round. They were like, I'm going to like, yay, we're, we're in the third round. There's, you know, only two more left. They got scared from the round they had just completed. They walked off and they let the two people who finished behind them go on. Hmm. Like there's that. And then I just think it's funny also watching people get thrown into the air and randomly have to try to throw balls out and they're just flipping around. And I think it's funny. Okay. I will say the, 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 the first episode I watched, I was like, Okay, I could give this a little, a little bit more of a shot. I don't think that, honestly, for Mike the Miz to be a wrestler, I honestly don't think he was very comfortable. I honestly don't think he commanded the mic like I know he can, like I've seen him do on WWE. I actually don't think he was that good. How many I don't think, did you watch? Like three. Okay, because I think by the third one, he actually started having a little rapport with his co-host, and they I, got better. I think she's bland. I think yes. that she's not good at all. She is basically like a parrot. She's just repeating the same things, repeating what he says. The second thing I didn't like was I didn't like that by episode two, they were already repeating they were already repeating events, which, to be fair, Wipeout has that same entrance course every single time. It's the same exact entrance course, which... I will say, but the thing about that is I laughed at that for probably 15 episodes before it started to get boring to me. But here's my question to you. How many different ways can you throw somebody into a, a pool? Get more creative. That's the thing is like get more creative. Do more things. At least I feel like they had, I feel like you have to put them in situations where like when in, in a wipeout, they had the little, they had the little spinning little bar that had to jump over mm-hmm. on those little pedestals. No matter no matter how many times you watch that, the the amount of ways that people can flip or fall or get tripped or do that and fall in a weird way is almost like you know you can't count that. But in this, I think it's so structured in a way. Some of these games are so structured that you really there's really no different way that people can really do anything. I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem it doesn't seem. Very... But did you notice that even in the third episode, they were already changing how events occurred and how they scored them? Because they realized in the first two episodes it didn't work well, so they've already started making changes. But see, my thing wasn't the scoring. Like that part didn't bug me. I think what bugged me was that there's there's no rapport between those two hosts. There's no rapport between them and the sideline reporter at all. And I don't like that the sideline reporter is random. I don't get yeah like, where he did does, he come. He doesn't from? fit in. Yeah. And then I don't like that the fact that they have those people that some of those people are like we we chose athletes. So I'm like I think the funny part about this is that you see regular people trying to do these things like i would love to see this is gonna sound mean i would love to see like some 
some dude who's like six foot three and like 250 pounds, like trying to slide down that slide and trying to maneuver. Like, or some like 90 year old granny. And yeah, like I don't, there's no, there's not much variety. There was the, the biggest variety they had was that one guy who was, uh, Giorgiani, mm-hmm. remember him? Uh, he was the because he, he was he just looked, but he just looked weird. Like he had long hair, he had a piercing in the nose kind of thing. He was a rock band kind of yeah. guy, and he was scared of the whole thing. He was the most normal person that I had seen. Everybody else they kind of made was like an athlete type situation. And I'm like, I don't understand why you can't just have regular people do this. I will agree. The host aren't great. They're both kind of new at it. They're building their rapport. They're kind of getting better in my mind. The thing that annoys me, so the sideline host that you like cut to in the crowd watching, mm-hmm. have you ever seen the like helicopter shot out where they show where that is? No. Here's the competition area. I don't think so. Here, like 300 yards away oh, behind it is really far every away. structure. It is kind of behind You can't everything. even see the competition yeah, I did is see where that. the crowd is standing. Yeah, I'm like, that's kind of dumb too. I did see that. And I was like, why are they so far back there? So yeah, I, I'm going to say... I'm gonna say don't. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say leave it alone. I'm gonna watch it. You don't need it. If you want to do that, just watch old episodes of Wipeout. If you want to giggle, you know what? You're being very judgmental. So is your face. Uh, last is the is this LeBron James executive produced? Uh, it is game on. I will see if he did executive hosted by Keegan Michael Key. Mm-hmm. Uh, with mainstay athlete Serena. No, duh, Venus Williams. And Gronkowski. Why no, you wait. Say is it, it like Gronkowski? That. that is Gronkowski. It is Gronkowski. Right? What's his first name? Sexy. It oh, literally all I care is call him Gronkowski. But what's his real first name? Rob. Yeah. He's so cute. Go on. I'm, I'm looking at it. Was, it was Sorry, I was yeah. thinking about Rob. Uh, <laughs> Little Gronkowski. thought bubbles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the premise of this show is that they play games where Venus Williams is on her own team and Rob Gronkowski is on his own team and they both have a comedian counterpart as well so Rob Gronkowski has Bobby Lee from Matt TV fame and uh, on Venus's team she has oh what is that guy's name they don't actually list him in the description that's weird she has this this, uh, I want to say car something I don't know I don't remember his name but they bring on another. Oh, sorry. Here it is, Ian Carmel. Ian Carmel, and then they bring on a third kind of celebrity to be on two different celebrities to be on both teams. Like what episode? Gabriel Iglesias. That uh, Gabriel Iglesias in one. They had Ronda Rousey in one. They had Demi Lovato in in one. But these are actually celebrities, which I like. <sighs> yeah, like. Our previous when we were talking about how they compared and said these are athletes, but they're not really athletes. Like when you say celebrities, these are actually celebrities. I, I think that they got away with with getting a few people that they probably wouldn't be able to get if it wasn't Venus Williams and Rob Gronkowski and yeah. LeBron James attached to it and Keegan Michael Key. Like I, they got some people. I was kind of like, oh, okay, that's kind of like to me the out of the ones I saw, the biggest celebrity was Demi Lovato. I guess Ronda Rousey's huge, but not to me, but I guess she is. Okay. But the big thing is they basically they play games and there's no money. They're not winning money. Nothing goes to charity. And basically what happens is if you if if Venus's team wins at the end, then the um Rob's team has to do some loser challenge you, or something like eat something weird oh they have to take the l which means they lose and he they have to do like some kind of stupid thing that's embarrassing at the very end or something so i'm showing a little disdain already but what do you think of this um i think you've hit everything really well point wise that i was going to bring up I like the two sports, like the main people that are always on there. Dude, I was like, they were like Venus Williams. I'm like, I'm on board. They were like Gronkowski. I'm like, sure. Yes. The comedians, I don't really remember what they're from. I I've know never been a fan of Bobby Lee. He bugs me. I don't know why he does. He just yeah, does. Yeah. But like bringing those on, I'm like, okay, I get it. You need someone who's also to kind of even out the teams. Right. I like that they're celebrities. Right. Because... 
A, it brings them out of their, their comfort zone. People bring random things to the table with their talents they could do. But And it brings that whole celebrities are just like us. They play game shows. Exactly. And it's and you get the name recognition to be, people want to watch it. Right. And don't get me wrong, I love oh my god, I always get him mixed up. This is Peel, right? Yeah. No, this is King Michael Key. Okay. Yes. I love him, especially from the days of Keen Peel, like the great guy. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. So he's funny to me. But I just it never clicked. Okay. I watched two episodes mm-hmm. and I thought it was hilarious when he like because even the host will go compete against which is which is weird to me. I never understood. Yeah, that. they they did the thing where they went they randomly went um, dog fighting, Air, like two airplanes. Dog yes, fight. yes, yeah. They did that and and Gronkowski just threw up like he lost it afterwards. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. But yes, I'm like, why is the host competing? I don't I don't get this. He wasn't competing. What they did was they did that and then they asked questions about that video or that package yeah. afterwards for points. So it was like, who do you think won this dogfight battle? And that was a team for Venus's team because obviously Gronk knew the answer. So they used it. So I like how they used that. It was kind of like they did outside things and kind of asked questions about it to kind of figure out, you know, who did what. But go ahead. But then the other thing is, and I noticed this in the Gabriel Iglesias episode, they don't make every person on your team compete in something so there's always some type of like physical challenge there's yeah. like in the first episode gronkowski had to ride the bike and keep it over so many rpms or the balloon of cold water drops on him yes i think um, they had uh the guy from the basketball player the nba player what was his name what was his name i, I had it in my i brain. just literally had it pulled it up was he is from the lake not from the lakers he is from the cleveland cavaliers uh, and his name is i could picture his face RJ, if not RJ, there's nobody in the <laughs> NBA named RJ. Uh, um, I'm, I'm, his I'm name is Parker. No, it is J.R. Davis. Smith. Who? J.R. Smith. J.R. I said, what did I say? R- I said R- RJ. I yes. said RJ. I was close. Um, but yeah, he had to, they had to pedal a bike really fast. Yeah. And the fact they pedaled it, there was like a balloon of liquid above a spiked helmet or yeah. something. And then there was one where they had to like, push or pull the the strong man off of his yeah, pedestal. Yeah, off the platform, yeah. And I get Gabriel Gaisis, he's a he's a fluffy man. He's not extremely active. He did none of them. He sat yeah. and did the question game. So, and I, I understand if you have health issues that prevent you from doing something for all means and purposes of the thing, be safe. Don't give yourself a heart attack. But don't... You just give, don't understand why some people did things and why some people didn't. Exactly. And why can you re... Like, like that... There, there's no like competitive edge. Like, like you, in my mind, I would have said, okay, if you chose this person to do this task, they can't do one of the next ones. So that's more you, like strategic. You have to kind of map out who you want to do what and think about like, okay, they're not going to tell us what the next tasks are, but you know, picking my comedian guy who's really good at this, but Gronkowski is somewhat good at this, will give Gronkowski the chance. Like, I mean, I don't know. I feel like there could have been more the, strategy to it. The main thing is there's no strategy to this game because there's there's you're not winning anything. Exactly. They're not they're not competing for anything, so there is no strategy because you're not. What, what they're, they're competing for bragging rights for what? Like it makes no sense. Like there's no connection. I think when I first watched it, I was like, I kind of get what they're doing, but this is kind of annoying. And then I'm like, this isn't a game show. There are no there are no well, real contestants. But then I get like there's one I think it was episode two where they did the, like one of the challenges was they shot footballs out for the comedians to catch on each team. But like again, Fluffy didn't do it. Gabriel Glacius didn't do it. The comedian did. But I get you're not going to send Gronkowski up to do football catches because that's his job. Yeah, like it, that's an unfair advantage. I don't, it just doesn't. It, it, there's no real competition aspect to this. That, yeah. That's the whole point of it. Like there's no. It's a game show that that you don't win anything with. Mm-hmm. So exactly. I mean, honestly, that's like our our fourth game show. But I'm gonna say, don't watch that one either. It doesn't make. I mean, if if you love these athletes, if you really really love them, and you want to see, I'll say this: pick a couple and watch them. And you'll be like, okay, cool. I got to see a couple of my favorite athletes do and something. And I'm wishy-washy and have a, a, you know, way out the back claws whenever I say I'm going to watch season two to see how it goes. 
I'm, no, I, I get what you're saying, but I'm like, if, if you really like, if you really like these athletes and you want to see them do something stupid, then sure, watch one or two of the episodes. But that will be the only reason you'll watch it because there's literally no competition, there's no contestants in this show, and it doesn't make any sense. I'm like, is this for exposure? What are they? What are they doing this for? It makes no sense, and it's just not as fun to watch as I would like it to be. I'm going to say don't do it. It's not, like I said, there's no point. There's no end result. There's no winner. There's no person donating money to charity that I know of. It's just go watch some athletes and some comedians do stupid shit. But yes, I'm going to say don't watch. I, that's why I stopped after two. So I think we both said watch don't. Yeah, you can watch don't. Don't watch The Floor is Lava. Don't waste your time. Right. MJ says watch Cannonball. I'll say skip that shit. And then we both say don't watch Game On. Right. So, a compilation of do's and don'ts for you people today. But it it's your choice. Go do what you want to do. We're just here to offer some information and our take on things. No, I'm telling you, don't watch some of these shows. I, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, don't waste your time on the forward. Don't Lava. waste your time. I'm telling you. Yeah, do what you want to do, but don't watch that show. Exactly. I just don't. I, I don't know. I, I miss, like... I mean, I'm like, I don't want to be that person that's like, what happens to the old game shows and stuff like that? I just want to watch Alec Baldwin on the match game. It really is all about the host. George, or Keegan-Michael Key isn't bad on Game on. Game no. on. I think he stretches for the funny sometimes. And Fourth Lava actually, Flores Lava actually didn't really have a host. Which they did, which you saw at the end, which was very random. Yeah. But- so, a lot of it is, a lot of it is hosts. If you want a good watch, go watch the new match game with Alec Baldwin yes, because yes, yes. Joe McHale on that show is hilarious. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in this week. Yes. Uh, please, if you like what you're hearing, leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Let us know if there's a show you want to watch. Exactly. For sure. All right. Well, this has been the latest episode. That wasn't episode. the greatest. We're trying. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the latest episode of Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. Bye. See ya. You're horrible. You always say I'm J first. (laughs) I can't start with MJ because it's J and MJ. This is over. Stop talking. Just cut it. You've been listening to Watch or Not with J and MJ. Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchornot underscore pod. And on Instagram at watchornotpod. Huge shout out to Bradley Parsons. Thank you for creating our theme music. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you download podcasts. Don't make us come for you.